So let's find our posture. While you're making adjustments, seeking a posture that is comfortable, stable. Remember your ultimate motivation. What is the ultimate transformation you're seeking? And for this very sitting, what transformation you need to get to to get you closer to that ultimate transformation. <clears throat> and see how entering into meditation tonight is the most direct way of addressing that concern of initiating and bringing about that transformation. And let that motivation, let it seek, sink into your entire being. Feel it even in your body. And let your body's natural intelligence having picked up that motivation as its own, let it find the proper posture that is conducive to meditation. And systematically go through the posture from the legs up. Make sure the legs are comfortable. Make sure they are stable. and start to experience the physical tranquility already with the legs. Then move your scanning to the, to the hands, elbows, shoulders. Then the back. Center the head and neck. With each part that you go to, you experience a palpable stability, a palpable comfort, a palpable sense of ease. Let the mouth, teeth, tongue rest in their natural places. Let the eyes be positioned in such a way that they are conducive for you for entering into meditation. 
and gently bring your attention to the breath. Not seeking to control it. Not forcing your mind to focus on it. simply observe being aware of the in-breath when the in-breath is happening being aware of the out-breath when the out-breath is happening and do not concern yourself with what else may appear within the field of your awareness as long as within those appearances the breath is present you are doing exactly what you were supposed to do a while, there might be a slight shift in how you are aware of the breath. So staying aware of the breath, go back again, scan the posture, go to those places where there are pockets of tense, tension, pockets of dis discomfort, and infuse those places with the overall sense of comfort, the overall sense of ease that you're experiencing in other places. And even infuse the sense of the ease that you're experiencing the breath into those places. You may need to do this physically, <coughs> physically change, adjust the posture. Or you may have to do this more energetically. Or it might, the adjustment may need to occur only at the level of your attitude. So after you've made the adjustment, there should be a definite experience of a change where the sense of stability, the sense of ease, is further enhanced. And once you feel you've attended to the posture sufficiently, as sufficiently as you can, then bring your attention back to just the breath. Again, no need to force your mind to focus on the breath. No need to control the breath. No need to do anything about other things that your field of awareness is picking up. As long as when in-breath is happening, you are aware of it. As long as when out-breath is happening, you are aware of it. You're doing exactly what you need to do. And continue in this way. Until perhaps another shift occurs with the breath, with how you are aware of the breath. Either it's deeper or it feels lighter, 
or even more substantial. The difference in how you were perceiving the breath right in the moment before. Now add the intention to keep the flow of your awareness on the breath unbroken. And again, it doesn't mean that other things are not appearing in the field of your awareness. But you don't lose awareness of the breath or have the intention not to lose awareness of the breath. That you are aware of the breath, beginning of in-breath, duration of in-breath, cessation of in-breath and transformation into out-breath, the duration of the out-breath, ending of the out-breath, and beginning again of in-breath. So for the entire cycle from in-breath back to in-breath, you maintain your stream of awareness on the breath. And have the intention to keep this flow unbroken while you follow the breath for 11 cycles. And have a part of your mind watching what's happening to the sense of ease, to the sense of initial sense of tranquility you are starting to experience within the body itself. to be mindful of the palpable sense of tranquility that is starting to dawn in the same way that there is a palpable 
some measure of a palpable sense of tranquility in the body. Be aware of it. Be aware of a palpable sense of tranquility in the breath. And there should be an equally palpable sense of tranquility that you can connect only with the mind and be aware of that. Within this palpable tranquility, have the intention not to disturb it, but to continue to experience it, and for it to continue to be further enhanced. You're not making it happen, you just have the intention for it to continue. And within this palpable experience of mental tranquility of some degree, again, recall your intentions, your motivation. And let the energy, the passion of your motivation, let it merge with that sense of tranquility. The energy of the motivation, the energy of your passion, actually makes the tranquility deeper, further enhanced. And the tranquility reflects back <coughs> on the motivation, making it even fire, more fiery, more clear. Let it become a driving force. This is why you're meditating now. Whoever, whatever the means through which by depending upon him or her or it will infallibly take you to that transformation you seek. Feel its presence, evoke its presence. As you bring your attention to the space in front of you, at the level of your eyebrows, aware of what the awareness of that presence, what does it do to the other characteristics, what does it do to the sense of tranquility, what does it do to your awareness of the breath, your awareness of the body, what does it do to the awareness of the mind. Look for that measure of conviction that indeed 
the infallible means to uh, definitely achieve your aim is present right here, right now. So look for that sense of conviction. It doesn't have to be 100% conviction. Some measure of conviction that may flash in and out of your mind. Even if you are going to re rely on the mere memory of it as it flashed by. So hold on to it. And while you're holding on to it, express a genuine sense of reverence. A genuine sense of gratitude. this very expression of your reverence and gratitude adds to the fur further enhancing the sense of tranquility the sense of clarity that you may already start to experience start to feel the momentum of your mind collecting itself, directing all of its faculties, all of its energy and power to help you accomplish your aim. summoning your sense of devotion, sense of conviction and reliance, whatever obstacles, whatever habits you have, is obstructing you from achieving your aim. Direct your devotion towards seeking protection. Direct the momentum and direct a sense of protection to give you the strength you need to put an end to those habits. Try to summon the strength where you can say, I will not do these, I will not engage in these habits in the future. And make the promise according to 
the strength you feel. If you can only make the promise for a few moments, then for a few moments. make a strong determination to engage in those, to, to start the habits, to engage in the activities that will help you achieve your goal. And again, use your power of devotion, your power of reliance, and your infallible guide for strength, for protection, for guidance. Why are you sitting here? What transformation are you seeking? What immediate transformation you need to help you achieve your ultimate transformation? And direct the momentum that you're collecting so far, that you're gathering so far towards the success of this meditation. the strength of this momentum by infusing it with the might of love, the might of compassion. Make this meditation also <clears throat> let its effect also be a means to help others. Separated into physical breath and mental? Is it one whole sense of tranquility? Also be aware of the momentum. How the momentum is further enhancing the sense of tranquility. 
you bring your attention to the breath. And through the breath, become aware of the body again. Relax your legs for a little bit. I promise this time you're going to go back to meditation straight away. Uh, this, uh, I'm hoping that you'll be able to have an experience tonight of something <clears throat> uh, So I, be I began talking about uh, there are three points, three main points. Right? The first point, you're going to be dragging it for a while. It's about acquiring meditation. Actually seeing your mind entering a state that you can say, oh, now my mind is in meditative state. So we want to uh, practice a little bit with different, different uh, tricks trying to get our mind into a meditative state. Now, until you actually arrive in that state that's called meditative state, uh, what you are doing, even though it might be called a meditation, it's actually a means of getting to meditation. Specifically, I'm talking about those uh, specific kind of meditation where that's supposed to have another uh, effect other than just entering meditation. Okay, like it's supposed to have some sort of uh, transformation supposed to take place. So until you arrive at meditation, you will not be able to initiate those kinds of transformation. So if you're doing some very profound meditation that's supposed to transform you into some whatever, don't be disappointed that when you don't see the transformation taking place because you're not at a place yet where, this, where the transformation can actually take place. It can only take place when you're in meditative state. Okay? Uh, so, no matter what you, you choose to get you into meditative state, whether it is a visual object, you're trying to see something or visualizing something, whether you're trying to elicit some sort of emotion, uh, even if you're just focusing on the breath. Okay. There, are, there is a gradual process that you go through with, with, with any one of those objects. And 
there is a moment when that particular uh, visualization, when the, the breath or when the emotion uh, seem to take on what can be said to be a life of its own. That is, it seems to be uh, an object that you're looking at rather than something that you're making up in your mind. Like when you're trying to elicit the emotion, you're thinking, you're trying to um, bring events, trying to uh, think of associations so that you can, it, so that you can uh, have the emotion come up. Or you try to imagine what the emotion feels like. Okay, but still the emotion feels doesn't uh, the the emotion itself, let's say love for example, doesn't feel like some, it doesn't feel like a love that you're experiencing. It feels like you're actively participating in making it appear. Or if you're trying to visualize something, you're constantly remembering the details, and then uh, eventually the emotion, the vision. Uh, whatever it is, suddenly appears in your mind. Okay. Or the breath itself suddenly takes on uh, a life of its own. Like it's happening without you having to breathe. Like it's going to continue. Okay, without your active participation. Even though that's how, that's how the breath <laughs> operates. But at that moment, it seems like you're not, you're not, it's not like you are breathing, but there is breath happening. There's breathing happening, and you're observing it. And it also, uh, the mind is also participating in this in a sense of uh, this will, it's not that your senses are picking, are picking this up. If it's a visual object, it's not that your eyes are open and then there's light uh, of different colors and different shapes hitting the, your, your eyes. All this is happening, of course, within your mind. And when these objects of meditation take, uh, have that appearance of taking a life of, of their own, they appear within a particular uh, 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 within orb of clarity, okay, within the mind. So if it's a visual object, all of a sudden there's the visual, there's the it's as if you're looking at it, and it has a certain brightness, and and the brightness of it is a, uh, is a means for you to for some of the for other qualities of meditation that are starting to 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 appear to intensify. So it's a means of attracting the mind, so that the mind can continue its process of disassociating from the senses and the mind can continue its process of gathering its positive attributes towards the object. Okay? And as the mind continues to do that, then those uh, uh, attributes such as the sense of the pleasant experience you started to feel in the body, starting to be transformed, trying to be heightened, and, and, and it eventually is becoming more and more pleasurable, more and more pleasurable until it, becomes, until it eventually becomes bliss. Now, in the process of that, uh, I think uh, modern psychology, I don't know, it's not to say modern, but psychology, Western psychology, has a term for something that happens in, in, the, in, in, in the transition, okay? You don't quite yet have that object appearing vividly 
almost as if by itself, but you're not quite yet, uh, you, you're somewhat left behind the, the, the stage where you're, you're constantly uh, uh, applying uh, effort to make the object appear, to make the emotion come up, to make the, to make the visualization appear. Okay, you're sort of somewhat in between those two. And when you're in between those two, something, your mind uh, start to throw things at you. Uh, for some people, those may be very, very vivid. And for others, they could be uh, vague. And th that's when you start to see colors. That's when you start to see sparkles. And some people actually see like landscapes. They see uh, uh, visions of, of, of things. These are distractions. No matter how beautiful the landscape appears to be, if you're by the ocean and you've seen a sunset, something like that, uh, or if you're seeing a very beautiful uh, display of, 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 of lights, different colors, this is, just, this is just an indication for you that you are about to, your mind is about to uh, transit into that uh, state where the object is about to appear vividly. And what these lights and this, uh, this vision that you're seeing is actually, it's almost as if the very light of the mind is sort of, uh, it's sort of like taking shape. It's collecting itself around the object that you, that you are trying to, to see. Okay. And because of your, your mental disposition, and because of our uh, lack of familiarity with what with these mental uh, uh, events, so there is an interpretation of it. So the, the so the landscape that you see is really just an interpretation of what of something that's happening in the mind, and it may be just a complete. Uh, um, uh, how do you say that? Like a, a shade of a particular color. Or you may feel yourself transported somewhere. Okay, all this is just your mind interpreting a mental event that you are approaching what is called uh, the meditative state itself. Meditative state itself. Now, the reason for you to come to know that, oh, this is just a men this is my mind interpreting something. It's for you not to get to think that, oh, you've achieved some incredible state. Now you can stop. You're enlightened because you saw yourself at the beach. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. If, it's, if, this, if this image somehow enhances the other qualities, the sense of tranquility, if it enhances the sense of uh, brightness of the mind, if it enhances the sense of joy, okay, that's, that's nice. But don't get caught up in it. Don't think that, okay, now you're enlightened because, no, you saw, you saw yourself at the beach. Okay? And don't try to give it a meaning. Don't, don't, don't rack your brain, try to think, oh, why did I see myself at the beach? Okay? You know, uh, it could be the actual reason why your mind decided to choose the beach. Once you find out, it could take you a million years to find out. And once you find out, say, oh, it's because 
you saw the beach <laughs> once and it just happened to be the image that would just you know like as your mind was you know randomly trying to pick up an image to interpret what's going on and just that just happened to be the in, the beach image was happened to be what was the closest thing to pick up okay so trying to rack your uh, brain trying to find out why did I see a beach why did I see myself at the beach what significance could it have and then okay other than just being the image of seeing I don't know it's a sunset. What else could it be other than that? You are seeing the sunset. You're trying to see it. And, and that could be the ego trying to inflate itself, trying to inflate itself, self-importance. Oh, I must be a bodhisattva of the 25th uh, level, booby. That's why I'm seeing myself at the, at the, at, at, at the beach. Okay? That's why I saw the sunset. It means that my enlightenment is in round the corner. If, it, if it, that's what it really means, pfft, why rack your brain trying to figure it out? It's going to happen, right? <laughs> and if you're really a bodhisattva of the 25th Bhumi, why do you need the uh, image of the sunset to remind you of it? Just be a bodhisattva of the 25th Bhumi. It's like, well, until I see the sunset image at, when I'm meditating, I'm not going to act like bodhisattva of the 25th Bhumi. I mean, it's not time yet. I have to wait. <laughs> okay, be very careful of ego making, turning these, I mean, these are positive events, but don't let the ego turn them around. Because once you think that, okay, I'm a bodhisattva of the 25th Bhumi, okay, I don't need to work that hard anymore. Or I've reached such a, such a high level I don't need to go to uh, listen to, the, to that guy anymore. Okay. <laughs> Maybe when I see the moon rising, that means now I'm completely, must, must definitely be, I must be a Buddha. <laughs> then I just have to wait for the Buddhas to come, give me the crown and give me my universe so I can go rule it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Be careful. Okay. Of the ego stealing this uh, event and making it something to actually make you go backwards rather than go forward. Okay. Just know that this is something that this this is just an indication that the object that you're trying to reproduce in your mind is about to appear, about to appear as if it had its life of its own. Okay. And once it appears to have a life of its own, then the the effort that you are putting in the the, con the conscious effort of of, uh, uh, of of acting and doing. Now you can relax, and then the other qualities of meditation now can start to be further enhanced, so that they can so that they can take place. Okay. <coughs> you will not be able to enter actual meditative state until that actual object appears uh, vividly and appears to have a life of its own. Only after that, after you've uh, familiarized yourself, stabilized that, then the meditative state happens. And within the meditative state, then now what you do within that state are actual acts of transformation.
You're no longer pretending to transform yourself. You're actually transforming yourself. Or should I say, you're consciously transforming yourself. Before, transformation was taking place, but it was just a, 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 a random thing. It was an accidental thing. Okay? But now, you know directly, and you see yourself directly initiating and bringing about transformation. You see yourself becoming more loving. Uh, uh, you see yourself... <coughs> and then on that level, also, you don't need... Sorry, uh, that was going to sound a bit sectarian, that's why I had to stop. That's why I didn't say it. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, that's the only way I can say it because that's, you know, my mind is looking for <laughs> vocabulary. That's what they found. You know, Sunday school. You don't need to go to Sunday school. Some of you probably don't even know what that means, but <laughs> it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm a, I associate that with someone having to tell you, oh, this is what, this is what you need to do in order to be happy. This is what you need to do. That's what is called virtue. This is what is called morality. You need someone to tell you that. That's, that's what I'm calling Sunday school. Okay. Once you're at that level, you don't need someone to tell you. You see that when you're having such and such a thought, what it does to your mind. Is it benefiting your mind? Or is it actually uh, degrading your mind? You see it directly. So you become a, your own expert as to what are skillful thoughts what are skillful habits to have, okay? Because you see their effect, because transformation is taking place, okay? And if there is a residue of jealousy, a residue of, uh, of uh, uh, disliking someone, and then you can see what it does to your mind, how it actually, that, that, that the, the actual uh, luminosity of the mind, you see how it actually dims it. You see how when it's absent, how the luminosity is actually uh, in it, further enhanced. You see this directly. Okay. And, <coughs> excuse me. And some practitioners, some, some no, high-level practitioners, bodhisattvas, they make certain uh, vows, certain, uh, 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 yeah, certain vows where they say that if such and such a, destructive state of mind is still present, may its negative effect be magnified to the point where I'm, I'm physically sick. Like if a thought of, if all of a sudden uh, the thought of, of um, I don't know, of, what are we going to think about? Um, a thought of irritation towards someone comes into your mind. May its negative effect be magnified so I can experience it in such a way that I immediately don't want to have anything, any, anything, I don't want to be associated with that in my mind at all, okay? Like, uh, if somewhere within your mind there is the slight entertainment that, well, that person deserves to be disliked, okay? I mean, a bodhisattva, I can love everybody, but that person is really, I can justify not liking that person. Okay, and then you can entertain that, okay? And that thought can say, well, since you're saying it's okay, it might linger in your mind for a while, and it, it will tarnish the, the luminosity of your mind to a certain degree that you will not be aware of, 
okay? And it will, it will stop you. It will be an obstacle that you will not be aware of for quite some time, okay? But if you make that, uh, that determination that you don't want anything that tarnishes the mind in any way to be present, so you want, you want them to be very power, powerfully present. So you make that, that uh, vow. If my mind entertains even such a thought that there are some people who are deserving of not being like, may that emotion magnify in me in such a way that it actually makes me physically sick. And I will know that this physical sickness that I'm experiencing is because I'm entertaining that. Okay. And you're directly seeing it. Okay. But you don't need to make those kinds of uh, 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 vows or those, those kinds of uh, statements for you to, to directly start, when you're in that meditative state, for you to directly see, oh, this kinds of emotion enhances those positive qualities. Oh, look at that uh, emotion. It's actually dimming my, my, the, the luminosity of my mind. Now, I broke my promise. I said I wasn't going to talk for too long. <laughs> so let's go back. The luminosity actually reminded me. <laughs> uh, okay. Just the meditation, the meditation that you're going to do is to try to get into that experience, that luminosity. You need, you, you needed it some time. That's why I... I Sorry, but uh, you may not be able to get to it. <laughs> so, you are not going to create the image of the moon. You're going to look at the image of the moon. I mean, think, of, think, think in this way. Have this intention. I'm looking at the moon. But it's an ideal moon. Don't think about the craters and the bumps and the lumps in the moon, okay? It's very smooth, very nice, wide, uh, 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 smooth uh, surface, okay? But the, associated with the, the, the brightness and the glow of the moon. Okay? And you're looking at it, okay? Yeah. When you see your mind trying to create it, stop. Just keep telling yourself, I am looking at the moon. Okay, while you're telling yourself, I'm looking at the moon, other parts of your mind, instead of going to uh, 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 other places that are dis uh, distractive, dis distracting, distracting, let the other parts of the mind, okay, oh, as I'm looking at the moon, what's happening to the, the tranquility in my body? As I'm looking at the moon, what's happening to the sense of stillness of my mind? As I'm looking at the moon, what's happening to the, to the level of ease? Is it, is it, Transforming to joy is it becoming well? You would like you would like it to become bliss, but I don't think it's gonna become bliss tonight. But if it does become bliss, congratulations. <laughs> okay. So the thing is, you're looking at the the moon. Okay. If it gets bright, that's good. If it's dimming, that's also good. You're still looking at the moon. <laughs> okay. But it's better if it gets bright. <laughs> okay. That's actually whether the moon, the light of the moon, if it actually appears as an object that you're looking at rather than trying to make in your mind. Don't try to move it here and there. Just keep looking at it, okay? If it dims 
or if it brightens, it actually is an indication of a oh, what's the opposite of a dimmer? Dimmer? Something that makes something a light go down. That's a dimmer? Okay, dimmer. Okay. That means there's an there's a dimmer in your mind. There's an emotion present in your mind that's actually dimming dimming it. It's not that the moon is actually well, you're not really seeing the moon. <laughs> it's your it's the luminosity of your mind. Okay? You're giving it a, you're giving it a form. Instead of <clears throat> looking for you know, the beach, <laughs> you're giving, okay, use the image of a moon. And <laughs> and the reason that uh, the image of the moon is given because of unnatural phenomena that happens in meditation. Sometimes a moon appears, and it's, it's a and it's a very good image for your mind to choose to focus on. Okay, because it brings up uh, the very appearance of the moon image brings up positive emotions. Okay, all right, that's your meditation, and I hope you get to the the point where oh, there is a moon. I'm looking at it. Okay, I want you to get to that. <laughs> All right, let's see how long it takes. <laughs> so if it takes you too long and you don't see me anymore, okay, that's okay. All right. So I'm not gonna be talking while <coughs> doing this, okay? So to keep yourself from falling asleep, <laughs> go back to okay, what's happening to the tranquility in my body? What's happening? Let your mind be uh, consciously active, but in specific places, okay? Rather than your mind going to Burger King or McDonald's and whatever like or dislikes you have of it, and then that becomes, you know, what happens to the cows and what happens, and then you go to India, and remember that guy you saw, and the guy at the grocery store who came from India and all that stuff, and all of a sudden you fall asleep. Okay, and not for that, not in, um, <laughs> for that not to happen, <coughs> instead let your mind say, okay, what's happening to my, the tranquility in the body? How am I feeling it as I'm seeing the moon? What's happening to the tranquility of my mind? Is it palpable as I'm seeing the moon? What's happening to my joy? What, what level is it? Is it just a nice little feeling? Is it really intense? Okay. Or keeps telling yourself, there's a moon there, I'm looking at it. Okay. And be, yeah, okay, that's very good. You're going to be surprised. It's going to flash. Well, I, uh, I sort of give it up, is it? <laughs> um, just when you're monitoring, let's say, your body, mm -hmm. and there's a, there's a point where <coughs> there's a certain sense of drowsiness, but mm -hmm. you shouldn't try to fight that, right? Just No, don't okay, fight. Because yeah. that might be, could be a good sign. Yeah, yeah. And, and <coughs> have the attitude of letting go happening there, I'll say. Also, so whatever is happening, whatever is naturally occurring, let it happen, even if the drowsiness starts to happen. Right, because like, I feel like I'm going to fall asleep. It's fine, right, as long as you sort of... Yeah, as I'm, long as I'm you're... monitoring my falling asleep. Yeah, just, just aware <coughs> of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. And if you see yourself suddenly at the beach, doesn't mean that you're seeing some past life and now you have to go to the beach so you can be enlightened. It doesn't mean that. <laughs> okay.
So first try to gather the, try to experience a sense of the momentum you were experiencing before. And try to re-experience that sense of tranquility.
see you're experiencing. Have the intention to stay there a bit longer. Within that level of tranquility, bring in a sense of sympathy. Let the sense of sympathy for others let it grow into actual feelings of compassion and love. And let it grow until it embraces everyone. feeling this love and compassion within this tranquil mind. Those who are the object of your love, the object of your compassion, make a gift of this tranquility. Let it reach out to them. Let it transform them. spiritual resolve. And dedicate the power of this meditation to the achievement of your ultimate goal and the immediate goals. Slowly bring your attention to the breath. And through the breath, slowly become aware of the body. Starting with the top of your head. And include more and more until you're aware of the whole body. From the top of your head to the soles of your feet.
we meet next Friday, right? We meet next Friday. Uh, and this meditation is not, if you become an expert at it and that's the only meditation you do, it's not going to bring you to enlightenment. Okay? The purpose of it is to give you a palpable experience of the state of meditation itself. Okay? Once you are able to have some experience of it, then you can use that state to initiate the transformation that will eventually end up being, oh, look at you, you're enlightened. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. Take care.